Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. My name is Esprit Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. Today's Women in Tech community shout out goes out to Carly Miller. Thank you so much for supporting and cheering on Women in Tech. Be sure to say hello to Carly on Instagram at C-A-R-L-E-Y-J-M-I-L-L-E-R. That's C-A-R-L-E-Y-J-M-I-L-L-E-R. You're amazing. Tell her you found her via Women in Tech. If you too want to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech, remember you can go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. We would not be able to support and celebrate women in tech around the world if it weren't for you. Thank you so much for being a listener and a fan of the show. To contribute and donate, simply go to womenintech.fm on the upper right-hand side and click Donate, which empowers us to continue celebrating women in tech around the world. Thank you for being a part of our journey. Command Line Heroes is an original, highly produced, award-winning podcast about the people who transform technology from the command line up, presented by Red Hat. And this is not a technical show. This is a show anyone can enjoy, featuring experts from across the industry. Season four is airing now, so subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and stick around to the end of the show to hear a sneak preview of the brand new season. Hello, hello. So I've been completely transforming my habits. I read the book Atomic Habits, which I'm sure I've brought up a bunch of times by James Clear. Well, to be fair, I listened to it on Audible at the end of last year, and it was just a complete game changer, and I've been implementing, you know, developing habits ever since, and one of those habits is to be fit and to eat clean, and, you know, I'm not into dieting, but I'm into living a healthy lifestyle. And I'm really proud of myself. I've been progressively improving every single day. And it's exciting to watch my physical health evolve. And um, I genuinely think anything we want in this life is possible. It's just a matter of understanding our own makeup. Like I look at myself like a science project. And I'm just breaking down my elements and figuring out how I function most effectively. And we all function differently. There's not two people that are the same. And we get all this advice all the time of like, oh, if you just do this and this and that. But like, I'm a morning person, you may be a night person, right? And so that's a huge difference in how we're going to live our days and what, what time activities will make the most sense for us. And like, I have no problem going to sleep early. I think it's great. Um, I don't most times, but I have no problem doing that. It's kind of a treat. Whereas someone else is going to want to stay up all night. Not saying staying up all night and then watching the sunrise in the morning isn't dope, but uh, you get what I mean. Anyway, I really think that anything's attainable with giving ourselves the grace of 
of accepting who we are today and just really becoming, you know, honest with ourselves of who we want to be and then discovering all the elements that make us us and, and tweaking it accordingly and pivoting accordingly, right? Um, hope you're having a good day and I'll talk to you guys later. Enjoy the episode. Bye. celebrating women in tech around the world. So exciting to be across 80 countries strong, over 500 women celebrated. And today we have the co-founder of OpenFace. Yes, OpenFace, who has been demoing at Baltic Sandbox here in Lithuania, is about to be featured on the show. So excited to welcome Chris. Hello. <laughs> Yay. Hi. Bringing the energy. I love yeah. it. <laughs> Give me five for that. I yes. Know. So we are here in Lithuania and Vilnius. Are you from Vilnius? No, no, I'm from Russia. I was born in uh, Novosibirsk. It's uh, the city, the heart of uh, Siberia. Nice. Cold place. Nice. Hot people. I've always wanted to go there. Uh, of course. <laughs> you know, nothing like going on a cold vacation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Oh, okay. My name is Chris. It's a short version of Christina. I'm uh, 30 years old. I'm an entrepreneur and a little bit I'm a singer. <laughs> it's my hobby. What Last kind of music do you sing? I has a band in the past. We create electronic music and, uh, well, I'm singing different song. So you're both a singer and an entrepreneur? Uh, yeah, well, uh, I work in media many years yeah. uh, in Russian popular media about uh, urban, about cities, about political, socially, etc. Uh, and after that, I went to the IT products, because right. I'm really interested in that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, a little bit tired work in media. Right. And uh, many years, uh, not, not, sorry, not many, like four, I worked worked in right. IT companies, yeah. different. And my last job, it was a Shelly startup, beauty on demand, manicure, pedicure, brows and vaccine, delivery at home. Well, it's a startup for women uh, and it's a good experience for me, like an entrepreneur, like, um, I don't know, IT worker, etc. After the end, uh, when I shut down, worked in Shelly, right. I stopped and I thought what I should do. And it was my idea. I create the open face. And when did you first become interested in technology? I really want and uh, really interested to do something like by your hands. Right. What, what I mean, when you work in media, you create the idea, the mind. Right. Not something uh, physical. Right. But products. It's not only idea, not only your mind, not not only, I don't know. No. Okay, you can use it. Right. Uh, it, it's really worked and uh, it's really interesting and it's really important for me. And also I am um, really interested in product for women. And it doesn't matter what is it. It's not only about skin projects. Right, right. For example, because I'm really interested, for example, I don't know, um, dresses for pregnancy women. It's interesting. What what is it? How, right, right. What what I can do for that? Or I don't know. I really interested everything about women menstrual cycle. I don't know different apps and another one. Healthy food, healthy app, comfortable beauty app. Something what we can uh, use and do our life is more comfortable, better. I don't know, cozy, nice. 
So we had your co-founder on the show. How did you meet your co-founders? And it's three of you, right? Yeah, yeah, it's three of us. My first co-founder, I think you never met her. Um, she's here, yeah. Vilnius, Dina. We worked together in two IT companies right. in uh, Double Geese. It's a famous maps company. And in Shelley, it's uh, women on demand service. Well, and uh, after our together work, I, I tell her, Dina, let's do something cool together. So one year ago, I met Natasha. It's our uh, <laughs> it's our next co-founder. <laughs> I met her on a wine party. Oh, at a wine party! How yeah. perfect! Yeah, it was a home wine party with a friends. I knew all the people in the room except her, and uh, we talked with her about personalized medicine and uh, DNA analysis. And uh, I listened to her and understood that. Natasha, she's the person who I need for open face because Natasha is a chemist. She worked more than seven years in FMCG company who distribute perfumes, cosmetics. She really professional. And <laughs> I think I can say that I love Natasha so much. Aww, what a great relationship to have. It makes me think of this company in Los Angeles. It was, oh my God, they just got acquired. Anyway, it was too women co-founders and they just had the great relationship together yeah, yeah. I think it's so important because I'm a member of the team yeah it's, it's really important for me I'm not alone not the one right uh, just team and it's really important who your friends who your co-founders uh, what we do how we do it and open faces for personalized skincare what inspired this idea and how did you even have the the understanding how to create it. I really believe that all we are is unique. You are unique and me too. And uh, I don't know, guy uh, behind this door is unique yeah. too. And uh, not only we, like, I don't know, human, like person, right. but our skin is unique too. Because the different things, it's uh, like many things accept on your skin. It's your age, it's climate in your city, uh, I don't know, it's your home cosmetics, um, uh, it's your genes, of course. Genes, yeah. Genes. All these things is important and uh, all these things is different yeah that's why we're different too and when our cosmetics industry beauty industry tell us that all oh, uh, it's one thinks it's okay for all of us right. no one thinks is not okay for all of us because yeah. all we are are different yeah and uh, I really don't understand how how it uh, how it could be workable. Because one years ago, I, I uh, it's an important thing. I have atopic dermatite. Yes, yeah. uh, dermatitis. It's um, chronical skin disease when your skin is itchy, flaky. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Yeah, you have this. Yeah, yeah. I have this, and it's really it it, it can crush you in every. Time. Yeah, like, it's so interesting too because there's nothing noticeable. So it's something that obviously you live with that people would never know. Yeah, and I um, think two weeks ago I created a story for big women Russian media wonders yeah. in about my personal yeah. story about atopic dermatitis, and many people write letters for me like thank you for this story because it's my story too. Right. But nobody tell about this right. in media. I don't know in society. It's closed story. Yeah. And now it's open because if you open the Instagram, you could see many people with acne, for example. Acne positive. It's a big trend uh, last year. Yeah. But it's rare situation. I think you can see it all people with eczema or atopic dermatitis. Yeah. Uh, except, uh, um, of, of 
of uh, in Russia, of course, uh, you you never seen it, right? Because I think in in USA it's not so bad, uh, and you can see, yeah. but in Russia not. And many people tell me thank you for this story because it's my story too, and it's so important uh, that you, that you tell about it. That's so. It's it's just so great that your product isn't about vanity; it's about giving people a better life. Yes, yes yeah. of course, because. I really want to do something for people, for people use, not only for me or not not just uh, it's interesting for me yeah. or for my co-founder. No, I want to create good products. How do you even begin to create it? I mean, creating a, a skincare line seems to me, I know nothing about it. It just seems so daunting. Like the, it, there's so much chemistry involved. Oh, yeah. There's so many different people and skin types. Where do you start? In the world of modern technology, we open our laptops, scroll endlessly on our smartphones, send tons of data to the cloud, and we don't think twice about it. But have you ever wondered how we got to now with our personal devices? What it took were teams of engineers and programmers who had the vision and audacity to build new machines. I'm Saranyat Barik. Join me for an incredible new season of the podcast, and keep on coding. Season four is airing now. Subscribe to Command Line Heroes today, wherever you get your podcasts. There's so many different people and skin types. Where do you start? I have some knowledge about it because I work in media many years and also I wrote the articles about skin. And I have a blog in Russian platform Telegram. It's a messenger. Yeah. I have a blog in the Telegram. It's a, not blog, like channel with 9,000 subscribers. What? Uh, That's crazy. Okay, yeah, tele- yeah. for those of you who don't know, Telegram is sort of like WhatsApp and sort of like Messenger on yeah. Facebook, but it is supposedly the most secure way to communicate digitally. And you could have these groups kind of like Slack. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. And um, so she has a channel and with this all these is, things uh, now I, I I show my channel uh, you see yeah how many members you need to stop going to your computer that's it I'm <laughs> okay, taking yeah, your yeah, computer yeah. away I close it I close it <laughs> she's leaning on I, her computer I really close it look so many women on this podcast are so brave because doing an interview in a second language or sometimes a fourth yeah. language it's hard I get it I totally get it oh but I'm glad so you closed scared. your computer I'm, I'm so sorry for, for my really bad language sorry i'm sorry for my bad english (laughs) (laughs) i'm from california all we say is rad dude like 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 yeah okay so you have this channel i'd like to get more into your telegram channel does having over nine thousand followers on this telegram channel does that help make your company successful and how yes of course it helped but unfortunately i'm not open uh, information about my company in channel because we doesn't have a public pr company in, in russia but we do that one two weeks and and we will do it but now not 
But I know that's my channel. It's really good. I think I can say it because uh, every day many people send me the message with their questions. Like, Chris, thank you for your channel. I have a question. I don't know what I should do with my skin or I don't know what I should do with my skin disease, with my problem or Could you recommend something for this type of skin? And uh, sometimes I give him or her the link for open face and uh, I tell that you could take uh, the survey, the test, and uh, you will know everything. So I have a couple questions. A lot of questions about the Telegram channel because I think that's interesting and something that we haven't talked about before and something that would be really useful. But I also just have a question about just open face and how it benefits you. So many people are concerned with the aging process. And there's so much research done that if you eat... (laughs) I know this is going to sound funny, but if you eat really clean and vegetables, you could reverse aging, which, you know, is crazy. How does open face affect the aging process? And is it something that people could use to to see a dramatic difference in, in how they're progressing year after year? Well, we create formulas for aging. Yeah, we, we have it. Of course, we, we do that. Also, we use information, your data about your phototype. It's important for, for aging, for your like visual aging, right. because, because it's about pigmentation, yeah. about your, I don't know, skin condition, uh, and another important thing, uh, like sun sun burning. Yeah. And we use this information. We use information about your age, uh, of course, because, for example, we knew that when woman is an age, like in 45 uh, and more and more, yeah. till 60, yeah. It's a hormonal disbalance in, yeah. in one body. Right. And uh, it's important and it's effect uh, on the skin too. Because uh, your estrogen not yeah. so cool like yeah. before. Yeah. And uh, your collagen yeah. not so cool like yeah. before. And we understand it. And we program our algorithm with yeah. this information. We use PubMed information. We use ResearchGate and another open source and not open source research for train our algorithm. Right. We use data scientists on the board. He work with our data, our information, our your photos. We analyze all that. And uh, we can predict some good recommendations, yeah. some good analyses, and uh, etc. We use different information about you, about your aging, and right. uh, we create good, really good formula with peptides, with retinol, with uh, vitamin C, with antioxidants. Uh, all of them is provable because right. we use only provable ingredients with the research on the PubMed on the ResearchGate. Only workable formulas. It's important for us because we want to be in the scientific base business and the scientific based part um, it's it's important for us we don't want to create bullshit I love it. So before we wrap up, I just think it would be so useful to everybody. And I think, I mean, okay, I have a couple questions. I'm just, I know, okay. I know we're short on time, but I have a few questions. One, when are you bringing Open Face to Los Angeles? Because I mean, it's just insane how many 20 year olds are getting Botox and things like that. I just, I, I, I think it's a shame. I don't think, I think it's too much, oh, yeah. too soon, if ever. I'm when really- are you coming to Los Angeles? I hope, I don't know, two years, maybe. Do you ship to the States now? Not now, but we will. So if you have a customer, a potential customer listening from the States right now, they can't have open face? 
I think not now, but maybe a little bit later. Dun, yes. Dun, dun. Yes, yes. So what you, countries you, you, do you serve yeah, right now? Right now, uh, so I think uh, next month we will open in uh, Nordic market, uh, Nordic countries. And after that, we will go to the UK. Yeah. Of course, uh, every time it's question uh, about money, about, um, totally. about raising. Yeah, of course. But of course we won't because uh, USA, it's a big dream. Uh, I really love this country uh, especially san francisco and california <laughs> oh really, my gosh always in my heart <laughs> and my husband he's fucking love uh, usa uh, i mean fucking like it's a uh, great great yeah. great love it's yeah, a yeah. big love more than uh, for, <laughs> for for myself think, or for himself uh, well and uh, of course we want to um, to go to the us okay and i think this would benefit everybody is understanding the telegram channel more because so many people creating companies don't know how to get their word out. When did you create this telegram channel? Why did you choose telegram and not messenger or WhatsApp or Slack? And is the channel specifically focused on skincare or more? How did these over 9,000 mm -hmm. people find okay. you? Yeah. All the questions. Okay. I use telegram because it's a good instrument and good platforms for chat members. It's like blog, but digital. You have uh, subscribers. They could read your channel every day. And uh, your channel uh, in, this, um, in this app with their families, with their lovers. Um, what does it mean? You can, uh, I don't know, have a chat with your husband and until five minutes uh, read the story in the channel uh, about skin, for example. or did, And uh, all of this uh, on one platform. For example, what's the difference? WhatsApp is just a messenger. Of course, you have group chat, uh, group chat for you, your grandmother, I don't know, your uh, friends. Um, but uh, Telegram is not at all. It's uh, not only chat. It's a platform. Of course, you could have a chat or you could have a private message with your friend, for example. But it's also the blog, I think, yes, because uh, it's a little uh, my, my blog. Uh, my blog is called Chris is Typing. I give this name because I want you to think like, I'm uh, sending a message. Message, uh, and, for you. and why not also the other one I didn't mention why not a Facebook group I think uh, it's not so popular maybe in Russia in Russia really popular Instagram and uh, we have a channel we have a uh, account on Instagram but not uh, not personal me uh, but open face and we have a really good channel we create a good content uh, if, if you can <laughs> read in Russia <laughs> let's stay our user I think it's it's more popular and uh, it's a good channel and uh, it's uh, really comfortable for me because as I say every day people send me a message with yeah. their questions and I answer all this question very fast because it's near. And how did you get to over 9,000 people? Well, I uh, a little bit work in media now. Uh, I mean, I'm not a journalist in some, I don't know, magazines, but I wrote articles in a different media about skin. It's my global uh, focus now. Awesome. And I know that people really loved and read my articles and uh, they send me letters or messages. And uh, <laughs> I forget your question, but I, uh, but now I, <laughs> I I mean, well, um, our Russian media could link your blog. Because oh, you are, yeah, because um, you, um, yeah, because you're a writer. They link. And yeah, people find me, and okay, and you it's could a good link channel. your Telegram book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your Telegram yeah, yeah. link. Cool. Yeah, yeah. 
Thank you so much for sharing your story with the Women in Tech podcast. How can people connect with you and find you forward? Is there a way you could share your Telegram link right now? My Telegram channel, Chris, is typing. And you just search it on Telegram. Yes, yes, you can search it on Telegram. And where else can people connect with you? On LinkedIn? Yeah, I really want it, but in Russia, LinkedIn is blocked. Oh, interesting. So yeah. where, where else is good to connect? Email, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram? Facebook is pretty good. I, I answer on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, every day. Can it's... you spell your name for everybody? Chris yeah. Farberova. K-R-I-S-F-A-R-B-E-R-O-V-A. Thank you so much. It's so interesting that in Russia, LinkedIn is blocked. And to think about things like that, depending on the geography we're in, that we have access to or don't have access to different resources. Yeah. And so because it's blocked, here you have Telegram. and you're, It's just so fascinating how this world works. What's one huge obstacle you've successfully overcome and how did you overcome it? One time, we have no money. The money is end. And we fundraising in Russian investors and everyone tell us no. The different reasons, and one of these reasons was because we are women, and it's not interesting because it's absolutely man's world, raising money, business. And uh, in one time, we have no money, and we have many problems because we should pay the bills and do some serious things. And um, I open Facebook and uh, see the story from investors who tell us no. I opened their account, and I saw the share, post-share, from Baltic Sandbox. Research who find project uh, with uh, f- women founders, right, right. women in tech. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I see girls. Let's call, and uh, we call to Max. Uh, we tell this with him. Max and Sandra, who runs Baltic Sandbox. Yeah. yeah, and guys tell us, "Wow, you have amazing project. How? What? Let's go to our accelerator, or let's go to our boot camp." And we came in Vilnius, I think, one month ago, maybe, and um, one. VC is interesting from us. And uh, now, after one month, we have a term sheet uh, about... Uh, yes! Yeah. Amazing! Yeah, we have a term sheet. And how much are you raising? Are you allowed to um, say? Two five zero k dollars. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's and so cool. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one month before, we have no money. That's and insane. We, and we think... What, and it's what? because of Baltic Sandbox. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's it's amazing. Because, it's because of Baltic Sandbox. Yeah. I, I think I, I can't find the right words to tell... Uh, full the story how I feel in yeah. this moment when I have no money and I have a team I have an office I have bills and it's it's really it's depressive I feel really bad and one day I just opened Facebook and just see the past <laughs> I've been there and I understand and it's a yeah. horrible feeling and it's such a magical experience when the universe just supports you in the most unexpected ways yes yes I yeah. believe in that I, I remember when I raised money too, um, before I raised money, I was in bed, um, just so sad, feeling like, how am I going to make it to the next day? And then I had a similar serendipitous journey, and then I raised money. It was just crazy. It's crazy how yeah. this world works. Yeah. And, and it's so hard. Uh, I, I don't know. It's so hard for me, and uh, I'm really happy that now we have all, all that they have. And what is your favorite tech tool, app, software, website? 
Oh, good question. Really interesting. I think it's flow. What's flow? It's a menstrual cycle. Oh, fl- is it flow? Yeah, yeah, flow. Yeah, yeah, flow. Uh, menstrual. It's yeah, yeah, a yeah. S- subscription service. Yes, yes. Awesome. Subscription service. Awesome. With good content. Yes. And then last question is, what's the best piece of advice you've ever gotten? Piece of advice. Um, if you can, please try to don't feel pain. Because sometimes I think about it. How I can go forward when everything in my life is really bad. For example, you have no money. And I think that it's interesting thing that I can't, don't feel pain a long time. Yeah. And only these things is the reason why I can go forward because I don't feel pain and I can go forward. Or you do things despite the pain? Yeah, maybe, but uh, I go forward. And of course I feel really bad, Yeah. but uh, I don't think about it. It is just about, uh, just because I don't feel pain. But of course, uh, after this time, I uh, looking forward and I, and I thought, my God, yeah. how bad, <laughs> God damn it, yeah. how, uh, how, how painful this. Right. But in moment I don't feel pain it's amazing thank you again for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast thank you it's amazing <laughs> thank you <laughs> to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech around the world remember to go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com womenintechvip.com takes you straight there to the Women in Tech Facebook group say hello on social at Women in Tech Show on Twitter on Instagram on Facebook I will see you guys talk to you guys hear you guys in the next episode bye <laughs> Hi, it's Chris Farberva, CEO of OpenFace, digital skin diagnostic and personalized skincare service based in Moscow, Russia. And you listen to Women in Tech. I'd like to tell you about an all-new season of Command Line Heroes, a podcast presented by Red Hat. No one ever said hardware was easy. In season four, Command Line Heroes is telling seven special stories about people and teams who dared to change the rules of hardware and in the process, changed how we all interact with technology. In the world of modern technology, we open our laptops, scroll endlessly on our smartphones, send tons of data to the cloud, and we don't think twice about it. But have you ever wondered how we got to now with our personal devices and what it took to get here? There was this blue box on a table, and he said, well, here it is. I said, well, what is it? He said, it's a microcomputer. What it took were teams of engineers and programmers who had the vision and audacity to build new machines. These machines, they revolutionized our lives and blew the doors open to what was possible. How many people here had a computer versus how many people intended to get one? Only one or two people actually had them, and they would bring them to the club meeting. What are you going to do with it? And nobody had an answer. The key thing about timesharing was that the computer needed some way of being able to sort of stop its own clock. The uh, creators of the floppy drives are not household names by any means. If it wasn't for that, PCs would have been adopted much more slowly. This January 28th, we launched season four of Command Line Heroes, an original podcast from Red Hat. And this season, it's all about the hardware. We'll hear the stories behind some iconic machines and the people who dared to create them. I was the kid that always took things apart, took my older sister's toys apart. This is just another bag on the side of the eclipse, a skin job. Nope, this is a whole new machine. The process of passing the tapes around and encouraging and building upon each other's results is really what made the personal computer industry. 
We're exploring mini computers, mainframes, the first personal computers, floppies, early smartphones, and game consoles. And we're also going to hear how the community ethos that drove those early hardware heroes to build those machines still exists today in the open source hardware movement. The values of sharing are still there. I mean, it's in the entire open source community. The machine, in a way, was kind of a bit character. It was the people who were the real guts of what it was about. I'm Saranya Barak. Join me for an incredible new season of the podcast and keep on coding. So thank you and uh, eat your sandwiches. Season four is airing now. Subscribe to Command Line Heroes today, wherever you get your podcasts. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Adam Carroll. Show notes by Carl Marty. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.